from here, she's from there. We're a fun and funky pair. We're getting old, kids are gone. We moved to the south and wrote this song. We're looking for answers everywhere we go. The more we keep searching, the more that we don't know. We're Bohemians in transit. Yes, we are Bohemians in transit. And I'm Chuck. And I'm Lady Monica. And here we are. Once you forgot again. about your Lord title. We oh, haven't talked about that in a while. That's right. It's still on my Facebook page that I am Lord Charles Krivanik. Yeah. Best hundred bucks I ever spent yeah. to be a landowner in Scotland. That was a year ago that we were in that Scotland. That was a year ago. Yeah. It seems much longer than that. Go back and Lots listen changed. to one of our first episodes and you'll see that we were in we were we podcasted from Scotland. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. What are we talking about? Well, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? No. We're well, gonna, where do we leave off? Well, we were going to, I think we're going to give an update on Daryl, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. First of all, I got to tell you, uh, I first met Big Daddy <laughs> shortly after I met Monica. <laughs> when did I meet him first? I don't know. <laughs> it was in... So I met you in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And that was December of 2014. 2014. Then the next thing we decided after uh, departing or leaving you, you each other. You came back in January of 2015. So that's when you got interrogated January by the family. January 2015, I got interrogated by the family, yes. including Big Daddy. And that's yes. when I really found out that they called him Big Daddy. So Big Daddy is my dad. Yep. And Big Daddy is a family name for grandfathers. It's kind of like Mima or Mama or Granny or whatever. But it, uh, the, the funny thing is that Nico will not, my son Nico, will not allow me to call him Big Daddy. Why? He just, he goes, Big Daddy, call him his name, Daryl. Okay. So I had to remember his name was Daryl. Daryl. Because I used to get him confused with Dennis, who was my other father-in-law. <laughs> That was unique and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Just as unique and interesting, right? <laughs> yeah. But I've always I've always enjoyed uh, hanging out with Daryl, Big Daddy. Uh, and part of it is because he is a Vietnam veteran. Yes. And so he has served. We thank him for... <laughs> I love... I get used to hearing that all the time. Thank yeah. you for your service. <laughs> not, not me in particular. But, People say uh, it to him. Yes. yes. All the time. And they say it to him now because he is in the veteran's home here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And um, so kind of let's back up a little bit. How about that? Yeah. So we, we got him on a plane and we got him here to Salt Lake while you drove from Mississippi. Yeah. And I, so we should, I mean, maybe you've, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you've heard that he was living with us in Biloxi and it was a challenge. Monica and I are not trained healthcare professionals. Nor we, do I want to be. Yeah. So we were not prepared for what it was going to be like dealing, uh, take, you know, caring for him. Mm-hmm. Because he, I think it's always interesting that we, th- we as human beings think we can do more than we can at times. And that's definitely with Daryl as he's, as his body is failing him in some ways. 
he doesn't see that all the time. So he thinks he can do, expects more out of life and stuff like that. And it's like, you can't do that anymore. And so I was deathly afraid when he had to fly back here with Monica, because I'm thinking, oh, how is she going to get him through the airport and all that? Through a lot of tears. (laughs) No doubt. A lot of tears. But I can say the Delta staff was amazing. I put in for the wheelchair service, and they literally helped lift him from his seat into the special wheelchair that brings him down the aisle, strap him in, and load him and unload him, and, you know, gate-checked his wheelchair, his wheelchair, so when it was, when we got off the plane, it was there. Um, and then my beautiful, beautiful friend Michelle picked us up at the airport, brought us home here to Insult Lake. And um, helped me not carry him up the stairs as much as push him up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <He laughs> Thank always, goodness he was standing. <laughs> he leans backwards. He can't, he can't, like, he doesn't understand his perception of being, yeah. of yeah. balance and things anymore. So, and that was my thing. I'm driving back with two dogs in the back of the car, and I'm thinking, I was just uh, so worried about what was going to happen, what I, you know, mm-hmm. that I'd get a message or something like that. But no, they made it. Thanks to Michelle. Good we friends like it, Michelle. Yes. Um, Andy only had to help once pick him up off the ground. Yeah. So <laughs> he was here for a week and, um, you know, his body, which we found off, we'll tell you in a minute, found out later why it's extremely stiff. He, he can't sit up. He can't stand up on his own. Um, he couldn't, walk he couldn't use his walker anymore right he was strictly in a wheelchair but it got to be a safety issue because i did get he did fall on the floor um a couple of times and when i say fall on the floor he didn't fall on the floor he hit his head you know we were in the process of standing up and because of his lean it he just kind of slowly sat down on the floor so that's what because it's it's not the first time it's happened no no the thing is, he so when he's standing up, Monica would try and help him up, get to his walker, his wheelchair, yeah. whatever it is. But if he started failing, Monica is not strong enough. Sorry, I'm not honey. strong enough. Didn't no, mean, I'm not. Yeah, don't mean to insult no. you there. No. But uh, she's not strong enough to keep him up. So he, mm-hmm. he just slowly lays down and he's on the floor. Slowly lays down. At least right now. now and, we, then, and you can't. he can't help you or assist you in standing back up. You, yeah. It's like a giant rag doll. Yeah. But we also, it's like a purple mattress. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> but I would say that uh, he, uh, oh, now I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. Oh, that's bad on a podcast. But so he lasted here at the house a week. And by lasted, I mean, you know, I had a home health um, nurse come in who talked to me about it. And she was just so generous. And, um, she was at, she was with Emeticist Home Health. Shout out to Emeticist. And she um, she just said, you know, this is a safety concern. I know you love him and you want to take care of him, but you you can't. You don't have the physical ability to do it. And, you know, I, I talked to Dad about it, and I said, you know, we, we've got to get you, you've got to get back into rehab services because we can get the physical therapist here at home, but it's only going to be once a week, and that's not, going to do anything for you that's going to basically kind of keep you in the position that you're in if you want to get in a better position we've got to put you into a short-term facility 
for daily rehab, speech, occupational, and physical. Yeah. So to do that... <clears throat> so his life at that point was very much like my life. He woke up in the morning, <laughs> went from bed to get something to eat, watch TV, <laughs> then went back to bed. Yes. And back that was it. Food, Sleep. TV, bed. <laughs> yeah. So... <clears throat> Yes. So he need and and we both believe that he w- he would be better off. There's a better life for him. There than is, that. and there's people that know how to take care of him, and that people that know how to handle um, people in his situation. So, so after you talked with the the help, that home mm-hmm, healthcare person, mm-hmm. she said, so he had a doctor's appointment at the VA. He had a doctor's appointment, but it was not for weeks. Yes, it was it was for weeks that's, away. That's mm-hmm. my point. And she said, if you. Just take him to the emergency room, and they'll see him, right? He'll get in the system kind of right away. Exactly. Take him to the emergency room and just kind of fast track, because what we were going to do with the doctor anyway was ask to get readmitted. So it readmitted to a short-term facility. So take him to the emergency room and fast track. And I cannot speak highly enough about the VA um, hospital here in Salt Lake City. It was absolutely amazing. They took care of him. Um they were just they took they looked after every every one of his needs and as we found out we were kind of operating under the assumption that he had had a series of small strokes uh, which kind of led to his condition but as um he stayed in the hospital for just a little bit over a week until we they placed him into a, a bed in a facility but they found out that um he's got parkinson's disease and so a lot of his symptoms, looking back on it, were from Parkinson's disease, and that kind of his the lean that he had, the stiffness of his body that he had, the hallucinations that he was having, his lack of speech, he can't really talk. It's almost like it's a, a throat, whisper. That was a throat thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Parkinson's apparently attacks your body in various ways like that, and they in the hospital, they they gave him his first dose of medication, and literally overnight. You could tell the difference that it had made on his body. He was able to actually assist in sitting himself up and assist in standing up. I mean, it was it was almost like night and day. I mean, he wasn't standing and walking, of course, because his body's not prepared for that. Well, he's not. He hasn't <clears throat> recovered yet. He hasn't recovered yet, right? And quite honestly, it's not been a pleasant <laughs> few weeks. We'll get to that. <laughs> But I do, th- uh, this is my commercial for having consistent health care. Mm-hmm. I think the big problem we've had here is he's been seen by so many different doctors who are popping in, popping out. Mm-hmm. He went from Louisiana, he went from Lafayette to Biloxi, mm-hmm. now to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. That's not a great way to, there's, you know, they can shed, share files and all this stuff, but they're never, until you find somebody who's actually going to, see see a patient for more than two well, weeks <laughs> and, and partly this was partly his fault too because he had just ignored his health care in yeah. louisiana he didn't have a consistent doctor he didn't take care of himself so there was nobody that had like a master file on him of what was going on with him yeah that and that's the biggest struggle i have right now is talking to him and telling him <laughs> that he controls his own health he wants to get out of the hospital he wants to get out of rehab sure. he wants to come yeah. live at home mm-hmm. And I keep telling him, you as soon as you're well enough to do that, that's why you're here to get well enough so you can come home. Yeah, that's a tough sell for somebody who's never really 
doesn't appear it's been my experience he's not taken control he, of he has food, not so. he has not he's <laughs> you know like a lot of us we kind of get lazy about our health care and this has certainly opened up our eyes my eyes especially about taking care of myself but um so we managed to get him into we managed to get him consistent care which well, was first, first we took him to the va that's yeah. where so they checked him in mm-hmm. he was there for a week a little or over so. a week mm-hmm. and in talking to the social worker, there's a VA home that's right next to the hospital. Yeah. It's a big complex here in Salt Lake. And there are several veterans' homes throughout the country. Yeah. And there's, there's just happened to be one right here by the VA hospital in Salt Lake. So we actually went over and looked at it, and it's it's amazing. Beautiful. It's phenomenal. Beautiful so, facility. And the social worker saying because he was admitted to the hospital, he gets kind of gets bumped up the list. Because there's like a... There's a waiting Three list. Three-year waiting list to get <laughs> If you're coming then, in from the community, the, yeah. And guess what? The only way a bed gets freed up is if somebody dies, usually. Sadly. Sadly. No, say, I hope that's not true here. Well, I hope there is, is some rehab going yeah, on. Yeah, it is short-term and long-term. So there is there are short-term beds that come up more often, I think, just because, you know, it's, it's just, it's short-term. That's the nature of it. The yeah. long-term care, I think, is probably, that's what the waiting list is so long for, because... You know, they're long-term. They're there for through their end of life. Yeah. Right. But it's a great facility. The people there were all are all great. And the Beautiful. beauty of it, too, is they're all veterans, so that at least they have that in common, too. Yeah, and, and they they are very veteran-centric, right? And, and just if you look at the facility itself and, the, you know, the posters that are around and the different things that are around, they are very veteran-centric. Yeah. So I'm very happy. And I think he would be happy too, except <laughs> so he's got COVID now. <laughs> well, let's go back. So back. So now he was in the e- so he was in this emergency room or went to he was in the veterans hospital here. Mm-hmm. Right. They were going to transfer him. There wasn't a bed at the VA home. Bed, it turns right. out. So they found another. There was another short term, long term uh, facility. Yeah, they were short term in mm-hmm. Holiday, a place called Holiday. Mm-hmm. So he was transferred there. They were all nice there, too. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different because it's not all veterans. It's all kinds of people. And it's there's convalescence even young people home, basically. There. It's, yeah, it's older a people, lot, yeah. Younger people. One, the, his roommate, because he had a roommate there, mm-hmm. too, in the room, was the nicest guy ever. Uh, it was a car accident that he's recovering Yeah, from. he might have been 40. He wasn't very yeah. old. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah. So he was there for a while, mm-hmm. and then uh, fortunately a bed came up at the VA home. So. Yeah, yeah. So he he went um, he stayed at the first uh, facility for a couple of weeks, going through his rehabilitation, physical therapy, and everything. And then um, the, they called in the veterans' home and they said, "Okay, we have the bed open up, so let's get him over." So we got him over, and then as soon as he got over there, he got COVID. <laughs> So yep. he's been sequestered in his Wait, room. But let's share with the, the group, how did he get over there? <laughs> oh, Chuck picked him up. That's what he wants me to say, Chuck. Yes. Chuck actually picked him up. Monica and, um, was sick at the time. So maybe was she myself. was the one who gave him COVID. <laughs> I, we don't know that yet. I don't know. Of course, I never got anything because I'm superhuman. <laughs> uh, and so I wound up taking him over there. And you said, so they helped him out of his wheelchair into the car. Yeah. So right? my biggest fear was... Getting him into the car, because well, at first we thought we were going to schedule an ambulance to take him over there until right. we found out they don't. That, that would be at our expense. Yes, very expensive. Yeah, and very expensive. So I just went there with the car. Um, 
got him in. They helped me. Yeah, he having gotten him in and out of the car in Biloxi quite a few times, it was much easier this time. Mm-hmm. Whether we're learning how to get him in and out of the car or he's doing better, it, oh, either I mean, way, I think it's, it was it's the, good, the, it was, combination. It was a combination of getting the right medication for him and yeah. him also going through physical therapy for several weeks yeah. really made a difference for him. Yeah. So we got him over there, and and yeah, he checked in. His roommate has a kind of I you haven't he hasn't said anything about him yet. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. This is interesting. He seemed interesting when <laughs> but, I first got. Yeah, there. he's got a roommate, but it's almost like the room is private because the room is well divided off, and you can't even see into the other and guy's area. He's in area. the front of the room. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's in the front of the room, and I don't think that guy leaves his room. No, I don't know. I haven't even seen that guy. But um, so, so he gets there, and then he gets COVID, and so now he's been sequestered in his room for almost ten days, and he's ready to get out and see the facility because we keep telling him how nice it is. Yeah, it's really, really nice. <clears throat> it's very active. There's a lot of people. They have a tortoise. <laughs> they have a pet tortoise. <laughs> pet tortoise in the uh, in the courtyard and yeah. stuff, and they do. This- they do these activities where um, they take they take the veterans out in their car and everything. And the office manager was telling me the other day that they actually take them skiing. Even if they're wheelchair bound, they put them in some type of little sled or something. Wheelchair skis. Have you seen those before? Skis with wheels. Uh, I have seen kind of the the wheelchair ski things, yeah. Yeah, so apparently somebody escorts him down. So Daddy, yeah. Dad is, Big Daddy is really excited about He wants to go that. skiing so bad, yeah. Yes, he does. He wants to see thing. the mountains. He wants to see the snow. He wants to get out. Because that was yes. the biggest thing. When I was driving him over there, he, he was concerned that he was never going to get out again. Yeah. And what, I guess... It's and a little it's, legitimate concern at all. It's understandable. It is understandable. But, but um, you know, theoretically, I mean, he actually hasn't been in uh, the facility. I mean, he hasn't even been in a month, right, in total. Because we didn't move here until, he didn't no. go in until September 15th is when he went into the hospital. Yeah. So, it's just, a, it's it's just, just like over he, a month. And that's the thing. He's It's like starting over again, too. Yeah. I'm sure with whatever t- treatment he's going to go through. Because one of our previous things was talking about routines getting mm-hmm. into a routine and mm-hmm. i don't, just don't feel like he's ever gotten into one right you know. <clears throat> now i so. did tell him today i said you can come home if you don't ever plan to get out of your bed because we can take you back home and you can stay in bed and that's fine but if you want to get up and get out and everything then you have to you have to help us because we can't do it ourselves so yeah. he has said he wants to he doesn't. He's not ready to stay down in bed the rest of his life. He wants to be mobile. He wants to move. He wants to get out. So he's going to hang in there and work on it. So that's where we are with Big Daddy. Yeah. The, um, what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> I've got something else to say. No. Yes. I just think... I can't wait. Someday I'd like to have Big Daddy on the podcast yeah. to talk about his time as a Vietnam mm-hmm. it, that he had in Vietnam because I think it it would be great to capture what that experience was like um, mm-hmm. from you want to hear his stories. Yeah, from him being there. Sure. Now I believe half of it would be bullshit, but no. <laughs> He t- you think he'd tell you tell me the truth? He Come does, on, he does like to pull, He does like to pull legs a little yeah. bit. <laughs> no, but 
That's the other thing. I still have my uh, shooting chart or target. Target practice. Target from when Big Daddy took me shooting down in Louisiana. And he gave you, what, an AK? It was an AK, I think, yeah. <laughs> Which he's left to chuck in his will. <laughs> yeah. So someday I'll have a gun. <laughs> if you could pry it out of my sister's hands. <laughs> I'll put it on the wall or something like that. And I, just, I, don't know, yeah. I wouldn't know what to do with it, although he, he showed me what to do with it. I mean, it's like, I do have a gun, honey. <laughs> that one Carlos gave me that shoots oh, yes, nails yes, into yes, the foundation. Yes, the that, that those are twenty-two <laughs> caliber bullets that you put in there. So I'll protect you, honey, if, if I ever have to. I'll run to the garage and shoot nails at the person. <laughs> Thank you. So, but yeah, well, that's where we're at with Big Daddy. And, that's where we are with Big Daddy. And as for us, we just sold our house in Biloxi today. Today we closed on the house in Biloxi. So, and it fe- finally feels like that chapter is closed and we can move forward. Yeah. it It's a weight off my shoulders. I always mm-hmm. felt guilty. I'm, I'm starting, I, and I believed it before, and I should have just known, stuck with it, is that no one should own two houses. <laughs> When other people own no houses. Well, that, their plan wasn't to keep two I houses know, necessarily. To rent or whatever, but <clears throat> right. yeah. So, but I mean, you know, judging by the amount of shit we packed down there and packed back, yes, we don't need two houses. Can you imagine having two houses full of stuff? That's crazy. Yeah. But I agree. Well, it wouldn't be full of stuff. One would be kind of <clears throat> empty. You put all the stuff in a closet and you Airbnb it out. Okay. I don't want to be a landlord either. <laughs> yeah. So, and so the next big thing, uh, our our next episode will just a teaser. We'll talk about my uh, pet sitting ex- escapades. Yeah, yeah. Chuck has been keeping himself busy while we've been unpacking and and kind of getting back into a routine and getting things to be normal. And I start my new finding job. Finding a new normal. Uh, finding a, week, a new job. Yeah. Week from Monday. Yeah. So this is our new normal, yeah. right? And it's, it feels different. Salt Lake feels different to me. I don't know about you. It feels different yeah, to me well, being back here. But again, it, everything's just falling into place. They're opening a Trader Joe's a block from uh, our house. I know. Can you believe that? <laughs> I always used to say that when I bought this house, is that all I had to do was think about something that I wanted, and it moved into the neighborhood. And Trader Joe's. I mean, you can't get any better, better than that. Better than that. There you go. <laughs> there's no. already a Whole Foods down there. I would say a guitar shop is still, oh, okay. there's not one close enough. But I'm done with guitars. I've got enough. So You've got enough. I think I'm I agree. Good there, so maybe. I agree. But yeah. But in general, moving back into this house now, it's different. It feels different. We've got a kind of a different energy flowing through it. We are a little bit different. We've learned some lessons. We have a different outlook and a different perspective. And we're just trying to, you know, fall back into place and, and regroup like we talked about and, you know, yep. find out what what is next for us because we don't exactly know yet. Except we have to spend that credit at Delta on those flights. That we do. <laughs> find out where to go next. All right. Yeah. Well, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. Except uh, We're out? beautiful weather here in Salt Lake City. It is a beautiful fall afternoon. All right. Well, this has been. We have been. We have been. We are. <laughs> Bohemian Transit. transit. Yes, so don't forget, subscribe, I guess, or like, or follow. follow. I don't know. What do the kids do these days? Follow. <laughs> 
and send us a message and say hey listen to your podcast so we know you're listening because I appreciate those people I I know Brenda Sampson sent me a message mm-hmm. saying she listened mm-hmm. I think George even across the street in Paluxy was listening to us once there so you go shout so, out to George if you're there yeah if you listen to it send us a message say hey Chuck I listened and it sucked no or say it was <laughs> give us feedback too say hey let, I want to hear less of you questions? and more of Monica. <laughs> that kind of stuff. All right. <laughs>